0: All right And welcome back to the CrossFit Casco Bay podcast. We are back again with coach Lynn and I, we are on a call and we are, we're on part two of our nutrition and food tracking series. And so we're just basically going to jump right into it. So where we left off was, we basically said, grab a scale. Start tracking your food for let's say seven days. Don't change anything. And now we're sitting there, you know, seven days later, looking at all of this data. And we're just going to kind of break down what, what what the numbers are. What are we interested in? And then what we're going to initially change at first. So, Lynn, go ahead and take it away. What What are we looking at after the first seven days of just eating normally, tracking our food? What What are we looking at?
1: So, the first thing that we want to do is throw out our most um, calorically dense day, and throw out our our day that we've had the least amount to eat, and then we're going to take an average of the calories, also the protein, the carbs, and the fat of the five remaining days. That's going to give us an idea of what we are getting, you know, on a daily basis.
0: All right. Perfect. That's actually a really good point. That's something that uh, I don't know if a lot of people would consider is thinking about like the outlier days and how important it is to kind of like throw those out. Um, yep. And I, I think that's really huge. So what actual numbers are we looking at with those days? Are we, uh, and I Obviously we can see the calories, but is there like any specific like macro micronutrients that we're looking at?
1: absolutely so we're we're just at first we're really looking at the grams of protein that you get on a regular basis the grams of carbohydrates and the grams of fat that you get i also like to take a look at the grams of fiber it gives me an idea of the food quality that you're taking in
0: okay and so now that we see all that what what do we want to change first? Like what should we be hitting and then what do we want to change like going forward, let's say, for the next seven days?
1: Well, so um, honestly, the next thing that I do is I um, do some calculations to figure out what your basal metabolic rate is. And we talked about that last time. That gives me a general idea of calorically what you personally need, again, for – just basic functioning, your heart beating, your blood flowing, your eyes blinking. If you were to lay on the couch, it would be the base number of calories your body burns. And that means with no exercise. Then we also need to take a look at the amount of activity that you are doing in a week. um, And also whether your job is physical or not, because we need to add calories for those things, right? We need to um, match the activity level. And if say your um, job is particularly active, we need to give you more calories and consider for that. That gives us a baseline of kind of what your needs are. Then we can think about um, calculating how much protein, how much carb and how much fat you need. But the first my uh, macronutrient I really like to look at is protein. Okay. And
0: so uh, where do, where do I want to start with protein? What's your recommendation?
1: Well, um, the first thing I would like to say, um, and, and again, I could do a whole big talk on protein, um, but protein is an essential nutrient to our body. Um, because we don't make all the, uh, the, c- components that protein gives us the smallest building blocks in protein are amino acids and there are some that are non-essential our bodies make them so we don't need to eat them um but there are nine essential amino acids that our bodies don't make so we have to get it from our diet um those basically come from um Uh, animal sources. Those are going to be complete proteins, and you can get some protein from plant sources, but they're going to be incomplete, so you kind of know how to You've got to know how to combine them um, to get complete protein um, with plant sources. Um, But again, it's an essential nutrient to the body. So it's always the first one that I like to look at. Um, The RDA actually recommends that we get a minimum of 0.4 grams of protein per pound of body weight. And that's just so we don't get any deficiencies. Remember, it's a minimum right? Most of the studies talk about 0.7 to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight being um, preferential. Um, And again, the prescription is going to really depend on the goal, okay? Um, Because we strength train in CrossFit, our need for protein is is higher um, because we're kind of breaking that muscle down and we want to be able to repair and rebuild it. So our protein um, requirements are higher. So I would think we are looking definitely at more toward like 0.7 to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight.
0: Okay. Um, so where, where am I getting this protein from? What are, what are your highest recommended sources? You obviously talked about animals, uh, animal sources being complete proteins. Let's just talk, well, we'll worry about that for now. And then we'll talk about, uh, vegetable protein afterwards. So obviously animal products don't come with protein alone. Like there's not just protein in these products. So like, is there anything we should be looking for in terms of, uh, where we're getting the majority of our protein from every day?
1: Sure. So um, clearly, you know, non-processed and seasonal foods are always going to be the the best thing we can do. Um, we can rely on some supplementation um, because some folks have a big enough need. It's hard to eat all that food. Um, but we're going to be looking at lean meats, you know, beef, pork, wild game, uh, lean poultry, turkey and chicken, seafood, like wild caught fish and seafood. Um, Even high-quality deli meats, not my favorite, but they do have some stuff that's got less additives um, in them. Um, Jerky, we can look at. Um, And then dairy, we have Greek yogurt and milk that we can get some good protein from.
0: Um, On the the supplement side, how— how soon do you think someone should get into a supplement before, like, how many, how many, like, days or weeks should we try to be getting it from Whole Foods before we decide to go with like a whey protein? Outside of someone that has like the or, like a vegan diet or any like, any like allergens or allergies to certain like meats or vegetables, uh, should it, is it should it be something that we start right off with? Like, if we're you know day eight, get right into doing whey protein, uh, how much of it?
1: Kinda Honestly. Yeah, honestly, I would rather see people get all of what they need from real food sources. But there are going to be cases that say I've got a gentleman who might weigh 230 pounds and he's not used to consuming that much protein. Sometimes a protein shake is a little more palatable to somebody than sitting down and eating a giant plate of meat. So um, for folks that really struggle to eat um you know from good food um it can be a little easier a little a little more digestible um a little more palatable if you will if that makes sense um so we kind of build people up slowly um, but the supplementation really can be helpful um to bump up that that level of protein for them
0: uh, I also get a lot of questions too. I feel like you know people see it a lot in terms of like you know competitive athletes or they go to the GNC or whatever. Is these uh, is amino acids? Can you just really quick help us understand the difference between something like a whey protein that you would see like at the gym that we sell or an amino acid from someone like GNC?
1: Um. Well. I've, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know that there's really a need for people to be drinking amino acids. Um, I, I like all of my supplements to, to be, um, oh, I don't know. I don't like to take anything, actually, anything extra. Um, and you threw me off with of that question a little bit. But um, oh, no, no, again, um, you know, the whey protein, I think, is... is um, is okay again um maybe like one a day um but the thought about adding amino acids i'm not sure that that you really need to um it just might Give you colorful pee, <laughs>
0: right? I, I I just think it's important to get. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah, I think it's important to get it out there because I feel like a lot of the times, whenever someone hears, "Hey, we need to get more protein in the diet," they immediately grab buy a shaker bottle and start drinking protein, or going to the store and picking up any like amino acids and, and and protein powders before they even attempt to try to eat more meat in general. So I think it's just important that. We kind of get an understanding of what these things are if we hear about them. And if we're actively trying to eat more protein, I think the the first thing we should be trying to do is like you said, is is getting it from from, you know, meat sources or or at least vegetable sources in some mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form before we grab, you know, for the bags and for the shaker bottles. Yes. Now agreed. Um in terms of variety, is there is there a general guideline or something that you recommend in terms of uh, adding variety and again we're still sticking with the meats uh of what kind of meat sources how important is it that should i be living off chicken breasts every single day or is it is important for me to kind of vary
1: it's really important to vary because of the diverse amino acid sequences of each of the protein sources you definitely want to try to rotate through um you know everything so that you're getting getting it all and again um you know Unless you have a, an allergy, um, I say try to rotate through all of it.
0: And then if we are trying to – let's say we have someone listening that doesn't really like meat or doesn't is choosing not to eat meat. What are some things they should be looking out for in terms of uh, creating a nice, broad amino acid profile with their protein sources coming from vegetables? It's um, it's just something they have to be more aware of and they have to kind of build it out throughout the day to make sure that they're making complete mm-hmm. protein meals? Do you have any thoughts
1: absolutely, on that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so – You've. I'm sure everybody's heard of the combination of beans and rice. Um, you know, it. There's a reason for that. It's because the two together make a complete protein. Um, corn and beans is another one that's going to give you a complete, you know, complete protein. Um, so we're looking um, to. Um, I don't know. People are adding. Tempeh and tofu are also good um, things to add. Looking for protein, a vegan protein source. There are a lot of, um, I think some of the, um, sorry, the, the protein powders, the vegan protein powders are a little gritty, um, personally. If somebody knows of, of a good one that they could recommend to me, I'd love to hear it. Um, but most of the things I've tried are a little, I, I don't love the texture of them. Um, and again, um, if you can get it from real food, You're way better off, Um, but most vegans really need to also supplement with a vitamin B, um, little vitamin B supplementation as well.
0: Gotcha. And I I think something that I'll add to in terms of if we're focusing just on protein for this episode is uh, the importance of getting it – uh, getting a lot of protein in uh, spread out throughout the day I feel like a lot of the times mm-hmm. it can be hard to like consume that protein early in the day and then we get ourselves in trouble because we end up going home from work and we have this crazy amount of protein left to eat and that's really hard to like protein is one of those things where it's really hard and we talked about this I think yesterday at the gym but how hard it is when you fall behind on your protein to get it back in so something oh. that I know works for me is that I try to eat a lot of protein on the front end of my day when I'm my appetite's mm-hmm. really good. I'm feeling good cuz I feel like breakfast is a is a place where you could lose a lot of protein especially if you're doing something like oats. Even mm-hmm. even eggs too cuz like you'd have to eat a you have to eat a pretty good amount of eggs. In terms of quantity to match the protein of some other meat sources that are a little bit like easier. And also with eggs and things like breakfast breakfast meats, like bacon and sausage, they come with a lot of fat too, mm-hmm, which also mm-hmm. can kind of mess up your day. Like I don't know about you, but I, I love I really love fat. And and so eating enough protein in the form of like eggs and like turkey bacon or sausage in the in the morning kind of screws me because not only did I yeah. not really get that much protein in versus like how many calories I ate, but also the fat that came with it. Means yeah. that later in the day, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to basically only eat carbs and protein, which looks a lot yeah. like vegetables, rice, and chicken breast, which can be rough. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I and I don't want anyone listening to think that they have to literally eat broccoli, chicken breast, and rice for the rest of their life to look the way they want to look. Right? Like, things yeah. can be palatable and, and enjoyable. Um, yeah. I think we just got to work on it. Is there any any last minute things about protein that you want to chat about before we kind of close out this episode?
1: Sure. So if you think about this, our bodies are always breaking down and rebuilding. Um, so we kind of need, along the line of what you said, almost like a, a constant drip, right, that we're replacing those amino acids over our day. Um, so if, again, you're a strength athlete or you're coming in and you're, um, you've you got a mixed modality um, athlete like a CrossFitter, um, you kind of, like you said, really need to spread out evenly that protein over the day so you've always got a constant um, drip of those amino acids so that you have all the building blocks to repair and grow
0: fantastic All right. so so to wrap things up basically we we spent a week we didn't change much we we just kind of tracked our food and now we are focusing on trying to hit that 0.7 to 1.2 grams per body weight of protein trying to get complete amino acid sources so looking at the animal foods or you know trying to get a nice broad spectrum of uh, vegetable proteins and that's what we'll be focusing on next on the next episode uh, I think we'll dive into some carbs which is going to be a really fun episode so if y'all have any questions uh please please be sure to let us know if you're up in undaunted augusta head over to the discord this podcast will be up there early and, and we'll have like a discord channel where you'll be able to ask all kinds of questions if you're down in portland i'm sure every coach there will be happy to talk to you about nutrition or send us an email and we look forward to seeing you next time uh, when we talk about carbs and we'll see you all at the gym thanks lynn bye